Hi, I'm Todd. <laughs> this is Kathy. Zen Parenting Radio. We have a power-packed podcast. Okay. The three P's. Power-packed podcast. Triple P. We're going to talk about screen time and how I'm kind of at my wit's end. Okay. About the iPad. Okay. Uh, number two, we're going to revisit a discussion you and I had at lunch on Friday about throwing kids throwing snowballs at cars. Yes. And it might surprise you... Uh, my perspective on it. I have a it feeling. It didn't surprise me. I have a feeling I'm going to be in the minority on this. Maybe not. Um, we're going to talk about Saturday night's um, uh, showing of Roadhouse that we had at our house. Oh, that's right. I'm glad that you remembered that yes. we're going to talk about that because that movie is Roadhouse. Is Roadhouse. We have that's to have have a discussion to about. Roadhouse. I just saw Cardinal outside the window. Was it male or female? Uh, it was male because it was red. And Super which one's red. prettier? The male. That's right. But thank you very much. You just proved every point <laughs> I've ever had. The female's beautiful too. The, mm. the male's just very bright red. Yeah, yeah. The female's okay, but the male is just okay. much more. Attractive. Move along. Move along. And then lastly, the tournament of bad. Okay. And how I'm an idiot. Why? I'm gonna. You're, it's a teaser. You're okay. Because it's basically. Yeah. Just, okay. Just don't worry. All righty. Screen time. I brought this up last week. We ran out of time. I've been struggling with all of my kids, but mostly JC, okay. about her wanting to play the iPad. Okay. I know you get annoyed when I focus on Here words. we go. Okay. But are you really struggling? Yes. Okay. I don't... Any other questions? But the struggle, how does it show up? Because I live with you and I'm with you 92% Frustration. of the time. I get internally... Okay, so internally. Yes. Okay. Frustrated. Because I don't see it as much as you are alluding to. So I'm sure you're going to have... And then we actually posted something on Facebook, or I did last night, and a lot of women had some you know, good ideas and just basically told their you know, version their stories. of their, their own struggles or, or not even struggles. Like some of them are, have a good handle on it. So, okay. So here's the thing. Um... And I don't know where to begin, so I'm just going to jump right in. Okay. The iPad, and you know, we can talk about TV and phones, but I'm kind of focusing on the iPad right now. And it might be hard because not everybody has the iPad. Well, it, the iPad, any kind of any kind of mobile technology, right? Because yeah, it doesn't really. We matter. use the phone, or someone can take their laptop up to right. you know to their room to watch a show or something. So I feel like every second that they play with one of these devices, they get dumber. And I, I don't think that's true. Right. It's probably not. Like, if it's an educational thing, then all of a sudden they're getting smarter. Right. It's just this kind of weird bias I have against it. Right. So, um, but it's easy for me to forget how fun games are. Okay. Remember when we were little, we used to go to the game room or the arcade? We called it right. the game room, but you probably called it an arcade. No, we called the game room. Did you call oh, it the game sure. room? Oh, for sure. So, I used to spend all my caddy money to go Your play. Your what money? Caddy. I was a caddy. Oh, cat. C-A-D-D-Y. Yeah, like caddy C-A-T-T-Y. No, no, no. <laughs> that would be weird because I don't even know what that means. Well, like, you know, when people are caddy. So I would, okay. so I would spend all day sloughing a golf bag around and then I go waste it on these games. And it's because it was fun. So I think I'm. Was it a waste then? Yes. But you had fun. Yes, but I, I was in the hot sun for five hours. Well, what should you have done with that money? Go put it in the bank. Oh my gosh! <laughs> or go, or we would like go to Nick's and get a cheeseburger, and I would like I wouldn't I would I would be an it'd be at a net zero at the end of the day. Right. Anyways. Okay. So I would spend all this money on these games like Karate Champ and Donkey Kong and Pac Man and Miss Pac Man. Frogger. Frogger. Galaga. We, we can go on forever. You and I played Galaga a while ago. Remember? I know Galaga's awesome. I know. Okay. So 
I think it's easy for us to forget how fun games are. Right. So I know I'm completely talking about both sides of my mouth, but I'm just trying not to forget what it was like to be a kid. And here we have this iPad, which is 100 times better than those silly games I played in the game room 30 right. years ago. Right. And it's it's addictive. Right. And it's fun. And it doesn't cost any money. I mean, I know it costs a few bucks to, to download, to the, download app. Right. the app. But other than that, I used to pour quarters in these games. Right. I spend hours there. I know. So I think I'm just an old man. Well, I think I have many viewpoints on this. Do you want me just to dive in? I think we need to relax a little bit. And I think people are going to be surprised when I say that because everyone's like, oh, the technology. And I don't mean relax and let our kids be on technology all the time. But I think our anxiety and our fear about it causes us to respond to our children in an inappropriate way. I think if we can relax and have some sense of what you just said, some understanding of why these children like it, and also have an understanding of the necessity of boundaries, that we don't... Everything that we talk about, people tend to go one extreme or the other. They're like, oh, I'm just going to give in and let them play all the time, or I'm going to take it away and they're not going to have it. There's this really nice place in between where we can respect what our children... Um, what's fun for them right. and what their peers are talking about. It's like a cultural literacy thing. Right. They um, That doesn't mean that my children have to watch every show. and do. I'm not like trying to keep up with the Joneses. But there is a sense of there is some community in, like, we'll get into this, but like Minecraft. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's something, the two things that Some are, people might not know what you're talking about. Well, Minecraft is a, is a game that's, um, you can actually, Max has it on his Xbox. Right. But um, our oldest daughter and our middle daughter's kind of getting into it too, play it on the iPad. And the two things that she talks to me about the most right now, JC, is Minecraft and Harry Potter. Right. And for me to tell her that those two things are not important or wasting her brain or are dumb is me not connecting with her. Right. Okay, because what we always talk about on the show is whatever your kids are interested in, you have to have a... Figure out a way to... To, to be interested. Yeah. Not necessarily to play Minecraft all the time, but to ask questions. And you and I talked about this a little last week where we sat down and watched... Um, a YouTube clip with her about how to play better, and we sat with her while she was playing because it's it that's what she and her friends enjoy. Now, the the most important thing though is that you and I have some pretty strict boundaries about it, um, meaning that she doesn't get to come home and pick up the iPad and play whenever she wants. Well, one thing that you said, which was smart, and, and the last week actually, I'm not as frustrated as I was a week before because you, being the smart one out of the two of us, oh. said. Here's the deal, Jace. 30 minutes, you get to choose. You, you decide when that which 30, 30 minutes, minutes is. Whereas before that, it was 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there. Like, there was no structure around well, it. Well, and she had confusion. You know why I did that? Is because um, last week or two weeks ago, you said to her, because long story, but she was going to watch a movie that night with me. Right. And she came home and said, can I play on the iPad for a little bit? And you said, nope, you're going to watch a movie later tonight, so no iPad time. And she was, like, discombobulated. Like, what do you mean? Because... Why can't I do this if I can do this? And it made sense to me as an adult why you were saying that. Mm-hmm. You were saying no more tech time than necessary right. you today. you already have an hour and a half coming exactly. your way. So let's not add to that. But she was so discombobulated about that that I was like, you know what? We need to give her some ownership of this rather than be like the guardians. Mm-hmm. Like we got to give her some. I want her to intrinsically understand how much is enough rather than come to us. It's like food. Right. 
if we keep holding food for our kids and saying, you can have this much, you can only have this much, you can have sugar now, but not later. If we keep doing that, they're never going to learn it on their own. Right. And what I want her to experience is, you choose your 30 minutes. I don't care when it is. I mean, she still asks for it. Like, mom, now I want to do my 30 minutes. Okay. Right. You know, set the timer. Right. But it's hers and she can depend on it. Rather than have to be anxious about, am I going to get it? Right. And then it's done. Mm-hmm. Then there's no more discussion. Then later on when she says, can I play again, which she hasn't done, we'd say, no, you already had your 30 right. minutes. We're yeah. done. And, and it's funny because as complicated and as complex of a subject as this can be, it really is as simple as what you just said, which is, hey, come up you know, with your spouse or even with your kid saying, this is what we're going to allow you to do. Right. You get to decide when. You could d- decide. You set the timer. Right. Like give them ownership. Ownership over it instead. Because before, up until that point, it was, like I said, there was no structure around it. So she would kind of keep asking me. And I just kept on saying yes or no or yes or no. And it would depend on your mood. Yeah. Didn't if, it? Yeah. Well, if I was in a good place, then I'd probably be a little bit more lenient. Yes. And if I was frustrated or having a bad day, I would say absolutely not. And from a kid perspective, I don't think that's fair. It makes no sense. It makes no sense because that's the thing is they can't depend on it. Like one thing that I... That I, when I get into kid mode, when I think, what would I think as a child? It would be very anxiety provoking to go home and be like, are they going to let me? I'm like even wringing my hands as I say this. Are they going to let me? Will I be able to? And and the thing is, is we can as adults say Minecraft is silly or we don't get it or whatever, but she likes it. Right. And the, the truth is, is that if we decide to withhold technology from them and say, you can't play this because we don't think it's worthwhile and we think it's numbing your brain then she's going to figure out how to do it another way. Right. I mean, it really is like anything else. Right. Now, but at the same time, here's the big balance with this. There has to be, an, in your home, other things that are of value. Like, you guys play games together, and I, I often play the games too, but we go to the library all the time. They play outside. We have a park across the street. We're very blessed in that way. Right. So they have a lot of balance to this technology thing. And so I think a lot of people... Because maybe where they live, they are stuck indoors more and they don't know how to help support their kids in doing other things besides technology. Give them other options. Yes. Okay. And the thing is, well, I don't know if I want to go on. We should probably say something about our partners. Um, Yeah. I'm about to talk about, um, we'll forget about the T's. Let's talk about Dr. Kelly, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care. She is our amazing chiropractor. But this Saturday, March 16th, she has a food intolerance workshop discussion. So if you're feeling like you or your child has a food intolerance, it may be a gluten thing, a lactose thing, this may be a good opportunity to, you know, to learn more about that. And space is limited, so you need to call if you want to get, because, you What's know, the number that they it's call? It's 630-941-TREE, T-R-E-E. Awesome. And the way it shows up as far as food, food intolerances go, I'm reading off their flyer, digestive disorders, migraines, obesity, fatigue, ADD, ADHD, ach- aching joints, and there's a whole bunch of others. So basically, Basically, what Todd's saying is that food disorders are connected to these things. Food, excuse me, food intolerance. Right. It can show up in these physical ways. So again, March 16th. Uh, 10.30 a.m. at 551 South Spring Road. So okay. check them out. Um, back to screen time. Okay. Can, I want to say something else. There's um, like there are all these things on sure. top of my head. Go ahead. Number one is we have to be conscious of what we're saying to our kids and what we're doing in the home. Because something you real Is that what you're going to say? That was my next point. Okay, go ahead. Well, we got to look at ourselves. Yeah, we got to look at ourselves. I, you know, I don't struggle as much with the iPad, but I definitely struggle with the phone. Yes. Checking emails, whatever. I'm doing all these things. This has been a topic for our relationship. Right. And um, it's just, it doesn't. 
uh, hit deep enough if you are doing the opposite of what you're telling them to do. If you are saying to them, why do you want to be on that screen all the time? Why do you want to play those games all the time? Yet you're on your phone constantly. And and I'm not even saying this to you, Todd. Right. Because you are not constant. That would be too strong. But if you've got your phone in your hand all Mm. the time, it's just not a fair. Right. It's like criticizing them for something that you do too. Right. That's true. And I'm just kind of stream of consciousness here. As far as the iPad goes, we have, um, I don't even know if it's an application. I think you can go to BrainPop. Mm-hmm. And it is a really, uh, you know, I, I would love to partner with them because it's so good. If you've ever been to BrainPop or BrainPopJunior.com, mm-hmm. it has all these little five-minute lessons. It's animated about science and nature and history and math and English and writing and it's really good. And the girls love it. They love it. And, and they'll just all of a sudden bring something us, up to us. They'll be like, do you know George Washington? Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, where'd you learn Well, there that? was like a six-minute thing on Eleanor Roosevelt. And I, I, don't know, I, don't, I didn't know much about her I up know. until that point. So anyways, uh, brain, it's you know, an unsolicited um, you know, promotion of that website because I think it's that good. Yeah, it is. And they... I think you need to register and it costs some money. You know what? We found out that our school, we could register through our school. So you might, meaning we didn't have to pay. So you may want to check with your school um, about it. But that's, see, and that's the kind of thing where if the girls are choosing to watch that for their screen time, it's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing. And that's the thing that I that I wanted to say at the beginning is let's not demonize technology because the truth is we all use it. It was created to help us, um, you know, meaning that, you know, it's nice to have a phone. I don't know what I did before I had my smartphone, meaning I utilize it in so many different ways and I'm not even using half of what it can do. Right. And I'm so thankful for it. And I'm so thankful for the iPad in some ways. And I'm so thankful for and so if we start to demonize it to our kids, we, we're not being authentic mm-hmm. because the truth is, is there's many blessings to it. But at the same time, like everything, we have to balance it. And I really want to relate it to food because right. it's true. You know, it, not all sugary things are bad and awful. Chocolate cake is good. It's darn good. And you know what? Every once in a while, it's great to have a cookie. And that's part of living a full life. It's like, yum, a cookie. Mm. But if you have 12 cookies, or if your child thinks they need to have a cookie at every meal, you're out of balance. Right. And so I think that instead of why I said at the very beginning of the show is why we need to relax is let's see this for what it is rather than get all... Because a lot of it is our own... I'm going to say this and people may be upset about this, but it's our own fault for not allowing, for making technology be our kids' go-to. Right. Like, so you know what someone said to me the other day? And I don't know if I um, agree with the language specifically, but we almost use the phones as like a form of punishment. Like the child's talking, 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 talking at a restaurant. So we say, play with my phone. Mm -hmm. You know, stop talking, play with my phone. And so they learn to have that entertain them and be their little babysitter. And then when they have downtime at home and they say, can I play with your phone? You're like, figure out something else to do. Right, it's mixed messages. It's a mixed message. Right, I hear you. Um, Well, one, um, you know, because I posted something on Facebook and there's a lot of really good ideas that some of the moms uh, posted, but... Um, I think it was Kelly said, you know, they she has structure a certain amount of time a week and all that, but she actually puts it uh, on a top shelf, like literally physically where it can't be seen. Mm-hmm. And as silly as that sounds, they ask for it less because they don't see it. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind is actually something very powerful. Now, I know we're talking, I'm switching gears here. We're talking about the TV, but um, it, it's weird because 
I don't care how old our kids get, I don't think they're ever going to have a TV in the bedroom. Ever. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm sure that there's a lot of people listening out yeah. there right now where the kid has a TV in sure. the bedroom. And I don't know. There's a statistic, and this statistic is old, but I think it was like 60% or mm-hmm. something. I mean, it was over half. And, um, you know, I'll find it and post it because I don't want to speak out of turn. But it was high. It has that many. Yeah. And it's funny because here we could say, you know, our kids are never going to have a TV in the bedroom. But the iPad is a TV right. now. You right. know what I mean? Right. And if they have their own or if they have the ability mm-hmm. to go into their room and just be on their phone or their iPad, that is a TV. Right. So I don't know if we're are we going to make a rule where, hey, no iPad in your bedroom? Well, you know, I don't know. We haven't talked about iPad, but we have, and it's the, I guess it's the same thing. So yes, but we've talked to, JC's getting a laptop this year. I hope um, she doesn't listen. Does she know she's getting it? Yeah, this okay. is, and it's my family that that does this. It's like when they turn ten, and it's I've told her since day one because she's been waiting for yeah. years because she knows she knew because her, her older cousin her cousin's got, got one. And I said, you know, this is for schoolwork. Like that's the intention. I'm not saying you can't use it for other things, but the intention is so you can you know have a place for your stuff. And um, I've already said it has to stay downstairs. Yeah, she, it so doesn't she's go not upstairs. allowed to bring her own computer into right. her room. And, you know, that's the balance thing because the thing, it's not about trying to control my kids, even though it may show up that way or they may think it's that way. It's that they need a sacred space like their bedroom where there is no technology. extra vibration. Right. There is no technology. There is, it's quiet there. And, you know, we live right by a highway, so it's never super quiet, but it's not, they're not bombarded with all that extra. And the thing is, Todd, we're not even to the point where our girls have phones. Right. So we're going to have to figure that out. Ooh. I don't know what what that's going to be yeah, like. Yeah, we don't even have it. We're yeah. bad yet. Like, I hate to even speak to it because we don't know yet. I know. Um, but I will say that, that I do believe in that for us, too. Right. You know, like our bedroom, you know, it needs to be... I like when we painted our bedroom, I wanted it to be kind of like a beach, you know, like blue walls and, right. you know, brown. Like I wanted it to be a place where you could get away from all that. Because you and I, because of the nature of what we do, writing and podcasts and everything, we're very tech focused. Mm-hmm. You know, we're on social media a lot. We are. So we have to like pry ourselves away from it right. at a certain point. And um, I want to help my kids integrate that rather than have. You know, I want them to just know that from day one rather than shame and guilt them Mm -hmm. about it later. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think a lot of the people who listen to our show have younger kids, like even younger than us. And Mm -hmm. the only thing I'll say is it'll be a lot easier if you kind of set your precedent early. Yeah, set those boundaries. And that doesn't mean that if you kind of let them them run the household regarding technology, doesn't mean you can't rally it back in. It just makes it that much harder to do. Well, and when you talk to your kids about it, again, you know, Todd and I always talk about shame, guilt, and fear, but it's important in this one. Instead of making them feel bad about what they're playing, remember what you enjoyed when you were little. Just like you said, going to the arcade and playing, that was fun. So you can relate to them and say, I understand why this is fun. It's kind of like an escape, like us reading a novel or watching a show that we love. It's an escape for them. So you can respect... I understand why you want to play this game. Now, let me talk to you about why we're only going to play it a certain amount of time. Because your brain doesn't grow the same way when you're on... You know, computers all the time. You know, be very child child centric language. Right. You know, um, part of mom and dad's job is to help your brain grow in the best way possible. And if you're watching TV or on the computer all the time, your brain doesn't have an opportunity to grow. But do you know what does grow your brain? Imagination, being outside, communicating with me face to face, using your hands. That grows your brain. And so you have to have a little bit of both in your life, or or a lot of both. Right. And so 
that is more respectful than, I can't believe you play those games. Get off that stupid thing. Why do you play that all day? What do you think they're going to come back with? Defensiveness. Well, and I'll give you an opinion. Uh-oh, our neighbor, Mr. T, just drove up, and I have a feeling he's going to interrupt Uh-oh. our show. So just just in case, I'm letting the just audience Just in case know. you guys hear a knock. Um, I call iCarly garbage. Right. So I am doing the exact opposite of what you're right. telling our audience to do. Now, and let's go deep into this. Why are you calling it garbage? Because I don't want to watch it. Okay, so is that fair? Is that a fair assessment? I should say this is my garbage. How about just <laughs> how about take out the word garbage and say, I understand you girls love this. I don't get it. Right. I mean, you can still be funny with right. it. Like, I don't get it. Right. But you know what? It's it's interesting. I didn't really love iCarly, and I know you and I didn't love a, a lot of their shows I've watched, but Good Luck Charlie is pretty good. I have I, I completely tune out whenever I see it, and I used to and I but I do tell them I used to watch this garbage too. Right, and and you can, if you're being funny, right. it's another thing to make well, a kid feel bad. I don't think I'm bad. always being funny. I think that I could probably do a better job. Well, the girls have said to me as I mentioned to you, they will say, "Dad says this is garbage," mm-hmm. and I'll be like, "Oh, he's just being and it's really silly. not garbage. No. It's just." Not the type of humor that I would ever want to invest a half hour of my time. Well, and let me tell you why I like Good Luck Charlie. And again, they don't watch it all that often. But when they do, the parents, I mean, they're, the parents are kind of funny. And sometimes they get into situations where they're kind of like idiots. But for the most part, the parents are very involved. Right. The kids trust their parents. Right. The parents are very good listeners. Right. Um, and there's a huge family, like, we're in this together dynamic. They they're could all... be watching a lot worse yes. than that. Yes. Like, the shows where I didn't use to, my kids were too young for the whole Hannah Montana phase. But I just felt like the adults were always idiots yeah, when right. I did watch it. And right. I know a lot of shows, the adults are idiots. And in Good Luck Charlie, they're, like, front and center. Right. So, anyway... Um, so I want to talk about our second partner, Helping Hands Made Services. Their number is 630-530-1324. Do yourself a solid and call them up and tell them Zen Parenting sent you. And you get $25 off if they mention Zen Parenting Radio. How about that? Awesome. $25 off if you mention Zen Parenting Radio. One call does it all. Life is too short to clean your own home. That's right. Um, so anyways, give them a call. They're, uh, Gosha's the owner, and we're big fans of hers. And Very um, professional service. Very, yeah, so check them out. And they're, uh, they go all over western suburbs of Chicago. Okay. I want to talk about our lunch we had on Friday. I can't remember. What was our lunch? We were at Egg Harbor. Okay. And you were talking about how you noticed that our girls were across the street at the park. Oh, yeah. With some of their other guy friends on the block. Oh, I know what you're okay. And they're chucking snowballs. Well, th- no, the story they told me was they said that they were, um, they started telling a story with me present. They were in the car with their friends and they said, oh, I was so scared. I was so scared. And so I said, what were you guys scared about? And they said, well, someone threw a snowball and it hit a car but we didn't mean to and then the car stopped and we ran and we were so scared first of all he said the fact that they said they didn't mean, mean to, to. <laughs> like like they chuck a snowball and a car just happens to drive by at the same right, time right that's a total they said it was a mistake. That's little a kid, kid thing, thing thinking it, that will buy such a cockamamie story it was like on that. accident yeah it was on accident <laughs> so my thing is and this is all about like i think of the breakfast club mm-hmm. where ali sheedy is talking to molly ringwald or somebody like when you get old, your heart dies. Right. Like when you become an adult, your heart dies. Okay. And how when you're a kid, you're just full of love and life and enthusiasm. And then you become a parent and all of a sudden you've lost it all. Right. So this is my Ali Sheedy moment. Oh, jeez. So when I was a little kid, I used to love chucking snowballs at cars. Now, so my thing is, I don't think I'm going... If, if I see our kids chucking snowballs at cars... I'm not going to say, hey, you can't do that anymore. Oh, my gosh. 
because I want them to get the natural consequences of somebody getting out saying, hey, don't do that anymore. Now, first of all, we live on a residential street. Nobody's going to get hurt. Um, like I, like we said even in our discussion, you're more likely to get hurt throwing snowballs at each other than you are having a car veer off a road because a snowball hits a windshield. Yeah, but I don't agree with you. I know you don't, okay. and we don't agree with this. I just feel like this is like the one time, like I'm not going to encourage them to do it. I'm not, and if I happen to be there, I'm probably going to say something, but I'm not going to seek out a saying, hey, I heard you guys were throwing snowballs well, at cars. And like I, I said to you, when they said they were doing that, I just listened and said, um, so you guys threw a snowball at the car and was the person mad? Oh, well, it was an accident. We didn't mean to, and we ran, so we don't know how they felt. So I didn't really get into a big criticism, or I wasn't being judgmental about it, but I, I don't think that it is okay like you were trying to say oh that's just fun I used to do that and our neighbor Mark was saying the same thing he's like oh that's what you know kids do I have thrown snowballs at cars too when I was a kid but I think that there is a as a parent it's there is a responsibility to say don't do that that's not okay and and I do think that it can throw someone off while they're driving I'm not saying they're going to run into a tree and that it's going to be a miserable thing but Anytime I'm driving and something hits my car, I think that that's inappropriate. Well, it's weird because I don't think it's okay either. Okay. I just think it's a rite of passage for every kid to see the consequences of when somebody gets pissed. You know, somebody slams in their bank, gets pissed, and then starts screaming. Well, let me, let me show you, tell you a difference. All if right. my kids are playing baseball in the backyard and they're hitting balls around, which our kids do, right. and a ball hits a window... Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, that's it. there's going to be a natural consequence there. They're probably going to have to pay for it. They're going to have to go over and apologize. But they didn't do it intentionally. Right. They were playing baseball. Snowballs at a car are, I see a car, I'm going to hit that person with a snowball. There's an intentional... No, not the person, the car. But you know what I mean. There's an intentional negative experience but there. But it's so much fun. It's a moving target. You got to get the snowball right. You got to... <sighs> You got to throw with the right amount of precision. You got to put it up a certain amount to let the air get under it. It's a fun, fun thing. Okay, and I will agree with you, but I think that there is. This is how we look through our child's eyes. I understand they're going to do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I know that they're going to make choices to to do things that I don't think are okay. But I, it is still my responsibility to say. It's not okay to throw snowballs at cars because the discussion you got, you and I were having, and you kind of, you're kind of going back and forth with this, is you wouldn't say anything about it. Right. And I'm like, well, of course I'm going to say something about it. And I, and what we ended up ending on is I said, it'd be one thing if four and five year olds were throwing snowballs at my car. I would laugh. Right. If there was a bunch of junior high kids throwing snowballs at my car, I would be like, listen, yeah. this is not okay. Yeah, it might get different as the kids get older, but, you know, JC's nine, Cameron's eight. They're with the same age kids, right. like nine, eight, and five. I just think it's hilarious. Well, and I there, think it's really funny. There is humor at the end of it, but to perpetuate it is, you know, to not comment on, you know, you guys, you're not supposed to be throwing snowballs at cars and to have them understand that there could be repercussions. Like that's part of our job. Do you know that if that person stops and is angry with you, that could be a scary thing? Well, and that's kind of what I think will eventually happen. If you hit enough cars, like, you know, (laughs) eventually somebody is going to be upset. I know. But I don't, like I said, if this was North Avenue where people are going 55 miles an hour or whatever, that's one thing. It's a residential street where people, the Going speed limit is 20 right. miles an hour. I know. I just think it's a funny thing. Right. And I know that it's not right. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying it's fun. 
So are games on an iPad. Well, throwing snowballs at cars is a lot more fun than than being on an iPad. Right. To it's you. Just, it's like a rite of passage thing. And I don't know. I'm not saying I'm right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying my heart tells me, let him do it. Well, let me say this. Instead of let him do it, how about we can understand the experience? I but can't that understand. Doesn't mean, it's kind of like me when, you know, when I walked in, and this was like years and years ago, but I walked in and one of my daughters was sitting in her closet with her Halloween candy eating it. Right. And I was like, okay, I understand why that's fun. Right. You know, she's just like having a ball, but it's still she not. She's having a party. She was having a party. She she wasn't even like trying to hide. Yeah. She just wanted to be in her own Here's space. Candy. She was I'm like, hey, yeah. hey, I've got my candy. Who did that? Jay- Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and, you know, and I didn't even think to not let her have it in her room because I'm not, pu- I wasn't putting everything together. Anyway, so I laughed, but I still didn't say, oh, yeah, you can eat candy in your closet. I had to say, this isn't okay and this is why. And, but, and, but I could stand back from it and say, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Same with they come home and they say, someone yelled at us, we threw, a snowball, we threw a snowball at their car and we say, well, that's what happened. Well, and it's very important because let's say that that happened. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't say, I used to do that when I was little, or maybe I would. Yeah, I think you But I would say, wow, what happened? Like, I would have them tell me the story. But I don't want to prohibit them from doing this. Like, I think, let the natural consequences of... But see, snowballs. here's the interesting thing is by me saying to them, you guys, it's not okay to throw snowballs. It's still got to be a choice that they make. So prohibiting them is saying you can't go out in the snow and you can't right. throw a snowball. In the end, it's going to be their decision. So maybe you and I are closer than we yeah, than I, I think we originally are. thought. I think we are. I still think that I'm a little more on the opposite end of it. Well, and I love that you understand why it's fun and that it feels good and that it's, you know, it's just a, like you said, it's a kid thing. But as an adult, um, you know, it's kind of like, you know, the, the thing we brought up is when they go, if they go to college, which mm-hmm. we're assuming they will, or that's the assumption that we make, and they're like 19 and they're having a beer, right. okay? I'll keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> they're having a beer. Yeah. Um, they have one beer. They have one beer. That's it. And, you know, I'm not going to say, yeah, that's okay, because really it's against the law, but I'm also not stupid, I know that they're, when they're not in this house and they're having those experiences, there are probably things they're doing that are not right. 100% legal because I know that was the case for me. Right. But I'm still not going to say, yeah, go ahead and drink. It's mm-hmm. fine. Because part of my job is to maintain that sense of you can talk to me and we can communicate about this. So what but if, the law is this. So what if they ask, Mom, did you drink beer when you were 19? I'll say yeah. Okay. I did. I did. But that doesn't mean you but that are giving them permission, the license to go ahead. Exactly. And, do that. and I and and again, the, these kind of conversations wouldn't start now when they're young. I'm right. talking about if they're asking me when they're you know older. Um, but the thing is, is I can't in good conscience say to my kids, "Oh, it's okay to throw snowballs at a car. Oh, it's okay to drink underage." It's not. Right. And I made a lot of mistakes when I was a kid, or I did a lot of things that were against the law. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean that's okay if my kids do it too. Right. It just means I can relate to it. Right. It means that if they come up against those situations, I'll be able to talk to them about it. And instead of guilt and shame them, I can say, I understand what you're thinking, but let me show you a side that you haven't thought about. Right. Because that's our job mm-hmm. as a parent. Yeah. Let me show you a side that you don't know yet. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm with you. Okay. But you know, but you would disagree. <laughs> well, the the beer thing is a whole different subject, and I'm sure that that show will come sometime. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the snowball thing, I just would never want to get in the way of letting my child experience how fun chucking snowballs it and, is. And like I said, you're not you're saying, not in the way. Right. You just are. I 
you know, we already said it. Okay. I don't need to be repetitious. Our last partner is Avid Company. They yes. do uh, remodeling and painting and rehabbing all over Chicago. And we just had them in again, and they did some wonderful doors for us and did some shelving for yeah. us, and we just love them. They're rock solid. So their phone number is 630-956-1800. Tell them Zen Parenting sent you. Um, and their website is avidco.net. So Saturday night, uh, we had some friends over. Everybody left. We watched Roadhouse. Yeah. Um, I've seen parts of Roadhouse. Um, I don't think I've ever watched it from start to finish. Well, you know what we discussed is you and I have both seen it several times, but always on TV. So it's oh, always right. bleeped out. So this out. was on HBO. Yeah. So oh. we we were watching. So we have free HBO right now yeah. for three months. And so we're having a ball because yeah. we're taping all these movies that we haven't seen in ages. And so you and I have watched a million times on TNT or TBS yeah. or at least parts of it. Right. But we were watching it, the true movie. Yeah. And it's like... So vulgar. Oh, it's it's vulgar, which I never really knew, and it's just amazingly bad. Oh my gosh! But you have to watch it; like you can't turn it. It's a car crash. And I kept thinking, like some college students must be able to write dissertations on the badness of this movie. Okay, and first of all, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, and we'll post this on our page. But Roadhouse is a movie with Patrick Swayze. It's from the eighties. Patrick Swayze, you know, he's passed on now, but was a really good actor, respected all that. Well, other like stuff. he was good in Ghost, and he was good in Dirty Dancing, and he, he was good in. He's in this horribly bad, good movie. And Kelly Lynch. Yeah, I don't. And then the and Gar from Gar, Mask. Gar from Mask. What's his real name? I don't know. I don't What's know. Gar's name. People are going to get mad at us for not knowing his name. But it's if you've seen Mask, you know who Gar is. He's the guy that says the dude buy. In um, in Lebowski, in the Big Lebowski. So anyway, but it's all these people, and the story just it just is awful, and it doesn't come together, and every line is it's like choppy. got fu in it, well, and it's 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 nonlinear. Like it doesn't like doesn't I don't know. Make sense. It doesn't make sense. And I think the last line. What's the last line about the polar bear? The polar a polar bear fell on me. Yeah, and that's the last line of the movie. <laughs> It's crazy. And then, well, we were waiting for the last line because my brother-in-law always talks about Roadhouse and how it's got a really bad ending. And so we were like, okay, what, what is the ending? And I couldn't believe it. And my, the thing that, that was hilarious to me is he's like this, what is he? He's a bouncer at yeah. the Roadhouse bar. Yeah. And so he's known as being really tough and he does like round kicks and all yeah. that stuff that, you know, you do when you're tough. He can beat up five people at once. And then, but I guess he's got a history of being too violent. Mm -hmm. And so there's a scene where he's fighting with this guy and a guy pulls a gun out at him. And so he kicks the guy and then rips his Adam apple out with his fingers. (laughs) He like does Yoda fingers and rip. And the girl, his girl, Kelly Lynch sees it. Yeah. And she's mortified because she's a doctor, of course. Yeah. Well, (laughs) and the whole Adam's apple (laughs) removal thing. And then also how... Like, they all live in the same block. Oh, my gosh. They all live across the street from each other. Yeah, and they like, watch there's a lake in the middle, and they're, like, talking to each other. <laughs> they're like, are you home? Yeah, it's the most randomly weird, bad, awesome movie. Like, when that, that, that house catches on fire, and all he has to do is, like, run next door. Yeah. And the guy who did it lives next door. Yeah. Like, they all... It's the craziest. Like, I want to know who wrote that screenplay. Well, and, and, like, somebody wrote it, and then somebody had to sell it to a movie studio. Yeah. And then they had, like whatever the table reads right where they're reading these lines and like did they know what they were doing when they were doing it well, or were they tr- were they really trying to make a good movie i think they were i don't know but i know that the editing is poor because the way they put it together because again but the poor editing kind of gives it it's 
That's why we're talking about it. I know. If it wasn't badly edited, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. Well, but can I talk about the Adam's apple thing again? Yes. Okay, so he rips Back. the guy's Adam apple out and then just lets him like float on a river. Like yeah. it's all so awful. Yeah. And his girlfriend sees it, the doctor. Yeah. Because she's a doctor. Kelly Lynch. All why are yeah. Okay. So she sees it and she's just mortified because they're in love. Mm-hmm. Because they've known each other two days. Yeah. And so, but then he, at the very end of the movie, he's really mad because Gar from Mask yeah, died. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to ruin Roadhouse no, for I you. Think okay, you're fine. And so he's fighting with this other guy, and he takes out his three fingers like he's going to rip his Adam's apple out again, but he stops mm-hmm. and he doesn't, even though he's basically kicked the crap out of him. And Kelly Lynch sees him not do that, so she forgives him so for he, the previous he Adam was apple. Redeemed. He was forgiven. And then they just go, and then all of a sudden it cuts to them in water making out. And that's it. <laughs> it's a great movie. And. We only saw half of it. I think we came in about the halfway point. But I've seen the beginning. That's one part I have seen. Because remember, they bring him, the guy who owns the roadhouse. What is it called? Deuce? Double Deuce. Double Deuce. He brings him to town because the Double Deuce has become really um, violent. And so he needs someone tough. And he sure does. He toughens it up. He toughens it up. And he brings his own file to the hospital when he has to go to the hospital. (laughs) He brings his own folder. And he says... Pain don't hurt. Pain don't hurt. Which we've been saying for years... Because that's just one of the funniest lines. I think that lines. might have to go on our newsletter. It pain don't hurt. Thing. It just don't hurt. So last but not least, my tournament of Bab, and it's on me this time. Okay. Um, a few weeks ago, um, you had some Girl Scout cookies. Okay. And you were like, I don't know, maybe you can describe it. What were you feeling after you ate those Girl Scout cookies? Oh, well... I don't know how far back to go with this. So, yes. So, we got Girl Scout cookies, and they're sitting on the counter. And so, it's kind of like picking up, like, a handful of almonds. You just walk by, and you eat a Girl Scout cookie, and I wanted you to hide them. Right. You're like, can you hide these for me? And what did I say? Well, what I said to you, you, are you talking about what you said to me? And I said, please don't say that to me. Is it that experience? Yeah, that one. Okay. What I said was... Um, there's Girl Scout cookies on the counter, and I keep eating them. Right. I said, I, I've already had four. And what did I say? You said... Being the understanding husband. You said, I can't believe you do that. Yeah. And I I looked at you like you had two heads. And yeah. I said, I can't believe you just said that. And you're like, well, what? And, and I'm not saying I'm right. This is a tournament of bad. Okay. I'm calling myself out. Okay. But my brain was, if you don't want them, just don't eat them. Yeah, yeah, person who eats everyone else's cereal when it's left over. I'm not saying I'm right. I'm simply telling you why I said that. Okay. The reason I'm in the tournament of bad is because husbands, that's not the right response. That's not the right response. What is the right response? Well, I was saying I ate four cookies and I wasn't looking for, yeah, you really are a waste of life. (laughs) Yeah, you really are weak. I didn't say that. I said... Why you do you said, do that? No, you didn't say, why do you do that? Like a question. You said, I can't believe oh, you do that. That's was, called shame. I wish there was cameras in our house because you, you're you probably right. It's what I heard. Right. And you're right. Your intention may have been to be funny. Right. But it's what I heard because, and, and I didn't really need you to say anything. I was more just talking. But if I wanted to be the, the If you wanted to be the renaissance understanding, husband. you'd say, big deal. Right. You know? It's okay. If I was someone eating cookies all day, all the time, maybe there's a concern. But how often do we even have cookies in the house? So it's really not an issue. Right. And even though I wasn't looking for the make me feel better thing, it's like, big deal. Yeah. You know, let it go. Or what can I do to help you? Or put them away. Or, you know, just kind of like a... But not. But but not, I can't believe, believe you, you do, do that. that. So And so I said, well, why don't you hide them? And then your big hiding place is the top of the fridge. Thanks. <laughs> that was really She'll helpful. never get it. There. She'll well, never. The thing is... 
I could even tell you where I'm hiding them, but the fact that they're out of sight, I think, would probably it's help. It's like where you're talking about with technology. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. If, if I don't see the Girl Scout cookies, I don't launch Yeah, they them. happen to be on the counter, which is not a good place. And then them. they were on the fridge. Yeah. That wasn't and They good. probably still are. I think Or no, are. I have them in the freezer. You know, and I had a group the other night, and I put them out so everybody else would eat them. Good. I know. Good. Um, that's all I got. All right. Um, do you want to save? Oh, let's do our promotion. Oh, you have two promotion. books. Oh, so yes, I have two books, The Self-Aware Parent and The Self-Aware Parent 2, um, on my website, kathycadams.com, and they're cheaper there. You can get them on Amazon also, um, and we have new shirts oh, yeah. uh, that say Free Yourself, and we wore them in the parade this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fun. And the, the, the adult shirts say Free Yourself, the kids shirts say I'm Free, Right. and um, they're red, and they're like baseball jerseys, and they're awesome. Yeah, they're really high-quality shirts. And what else do we have to sell? Um, we don't. We have some openings in our schedule for the next few months regarding coming and talking to a group. We do. Yes, yeah, spring. I, I mean, if you this spring. Um, I mean, I guess even into summer, if you're planning way far ahead, if you want Todd and I to come speak to a group um, in the Chicagoland area, we're not into traveling quite yet, yet. with our three young children Someday. and lives. Um, but uh, you know, just email us at comments. Comments at zenparentingradio.com. Comments at zenparentingradio.com. Or you can always go on my website, kathycadams.com, and you can contact me there. Um, but I think that's it. And if you really want to help us out, you can either give us a review on iTunes or, which a lot of you have, I think we have like Thank six, you for we have the like reviews. 60 some odd. Uh, very helpful which is really good and i want to say real quick the reason it's helpful is because if you give us a review then we go up on the what's hot list and so if someone puts in parenting we come up maybe not first right but we'll come up higher so the review is not just to make us feel good there's like a reason there's a big reason behind it and so we really appreciate those of you who have um you know so you get a gold star if you, if you do that. You get a double gold star if you share the link of when our show posts on Facebook. And you said you were going to give pens to people who shared our link, but when are we going to mail out those pens? Well, we're going to have a lottery because if 100 people share, we don't have 100 pens. Oh, okay. But yeah, we'll figure something okay. out. Okay. So anyways, we just appreciate everybody listening. We appreciate you sharing our message and telling everybody about our show. Yeah, and don't watch Roadhouse unless no, you want to No, you laugh. have to watch Roadhouse. Okay. That's your homework for next Tuesday. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. Have a good week.